Well, John, I don't know about you, but uh, I need some news. As do I. Sheila. Sheila! Why are you guys doing those weird um, intervals? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Make hey, me sh- think, sh- but we, you sh- don't we care. cut those out. Shh, we cut those out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it makes you sound insincere that you want me here. So, um, all right. Well, I, we look. I want. I we've been talking as usual. We've been talking about some heavy stuff. I need. So I. But I. What I want is the truth. So you. You give me the truth. What's going on out there? All right. Well, I've got a couple for you. Billionaire space race gets personal. Elon Musk mocks Jeff Bezos's rocket for looking like a penis and takes aim at him for appealing to the FCC to reject SpaceX's Starlink project, saying you cannot sue your way into orbit. <laughs> that's the headline, is it? Yeah, that's just the headline. They're I don't so care long. much. They're so long. I know, and <laughs> I, I put breaths in there, honestly. Daily Mail needs to sort themselves out for, um, you know, grammar. Mm. Don't don't all rockets look like a penis? Mm, oh, well, I guess. Well, well, you can't send them up looking like vaginas. It's not aerodynamically safe. Well, I know. But there are strains of feminism that object to the phallocentric nature of buildings and whatnot. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I understand that. I mean, I mean. No, but Jeff- like, you don't, the, 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 what do you mean you understand? You can, a building is a building. Like, you can't like, the, you know, say, what is it? Say, Freud said sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it is the most efficient uh, structure, you know. I mean, if you had buildings that were just vagina shape, like. Clam shape. No, but like, you, I, you don't walk past, you know, uh you know, a, a building like Empire State and, and the first thought is for, you know, he's, <laughs> he's rock hard. Uh. <laughs> 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 so anyway, look, but back to Elon, the, the, um, didn't he recently um, uncouple from his partner? Is this true? Yeah. Grimes. Grimes. This is yeah. a singer, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Grimes. Now, does she get half, half of what he's got? Uh, I don't think so. He's got like five kids. He honestly, he needs to stop worrying about getting into space and get himself into the vasectomy clinic. He so is... stop worrying about Jeff Bezos's pecker rocket and worry yeah. about his own pecker. Yeah, and where he puts <laughs> her. Like stop just impregnating. Like so, I read somewhere. Um, oh well, when I say somewhere, it was Daily Mail in the comments section, and someone was like, "Oh, um, you know, this is." very lucrative for her and this is how you, you know, she's basically had a baby with him for for money and someone else wrote, well, it's pretty easy for this, you know, egocentric individual to get a vasectomy if he's that worried about his cash. Get a vasectomy, dudes. If you're so worried about your cash, get a vasectomy. Maybe he wants to be the Genghis Khan of space. Maybe he wants to populate space with, with his seed. Yeah, all right. Well, I, I, I look this. This I, I just like this because this is just rich people getting angry at rich people for doing 
space when the the earth is essentially an absolute fucking burning shithole and they're worried about, you know. I like that, rich people doing space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what they call it at NASA. Today, yeah. general, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do space today. <laughs> Fucking arrogant doing space when how about you do some poverty on earth and do some do some you know dealing with the overpopulation and the pollution. They're just too busy spacing. They're too busy spacing. Blistering social commentary. Yeah, (laughs) from from me. Next story, please. Okay. I like this one because once again it's about dicks. Um the very Go on. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. So you can't see the picture. It's of a sexy what I would have called in the 80s a sexy titty woman, but I'm not allowed to say that anymore. Okay, all right. Well, maybe I am because I'm a woman. I don't okay. know. I think I think I know of which you speak. Okay, so it's a tech a sexy titty woman. Okay. The very attractive interpreter. And then in brackets, they've got and amateur salsa dancer uh, Putin brought to meet Trump at the 19, uh, sorry, at the 2019 G20, but who he denies was there to distract Donald. Now, the, the, uh, the, under, the thing underneath it says, um, well, one of them is the bombshell linguist side hustles as an Amateur salsa dancer. Okay, so that's a great headline. I know. Former White House press secretary Stephanie Grisham has claimed in her book that she was handpicked by Putin himself to distract Trump. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So he was hoping, like, this is a G20 summit. <laughs> and, you know, you can imagine um, Putin just going, oh, yes, pick her, pick her. She's a very beautiful woman. Uh, Donald, she he will, uh, you know, mesmerize. Yes, yes. You know, like to sort of get um, distracted and make, what, bad calls? I don't know. I love I, it. I, I think it's good. It's, you know, you got to use, it's just tradecraft, you know. you gotta you got to do... What you got to do? Um, did he get the deal done? You know, uh, maybe. Well, Trump's out of office. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> you do the math. <laughs> now, look, this is just, this is a new uh, headline we're going to. It's, oh, look, it's just a headline. I can't even be bothered reading any further. Okay. Bill Cosby believes pedophile rapist R. Kelly was railroaded during racist sex crimes trial and claim his appeal will be successful. Okay, Daily Mail, I think you mean and claims his appeal will be successful. Fuck's sake. This doesn't make sense. I, I, this, is, he, this is like, you know, when OJ did the second crime. <laughs> you know, when he did that, yeah. when he stole oh, the, back his merchandise. heist. Yeah, when yeah, he, yeah. When he did a heist. Or it's, it's like in Making a Murderer when, you know, the second Mad murder happens, yeah. And you go, you you got away clean, you know why? Like Bill, you know, but but why can't Bill Cosby like just, um, I don't know, focus on his work or whatever he wants to do? Uh, why has he got to come out and just rub salt in the wounds and say 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only not only um, was I innocent, but now that I think about it, uh, Kelly might have been innocent too. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> some people are saying it's one of the most prolific repeatedors yeah. ever to walk the earth. Like, he's I mean, this is a heinous human being. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's helping or hindering R. Kelly's appeal? I don't know. I mean, I just am. I'm gobsmacked that he would comment on it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't no, no, know. you got to say that he would speak to that. That he would speak to that. It's incredible. So, anyway, food for thought. Next, Idaho students carry books around in strollers, aquariums, and even an old popcorn machine to mock the district for banning backpacks after shooting threat. So, I'm just going to carry my books around in this aquarium. It's an elaborate protest. Wait, where are they? What university are they from? University? I think so. It's just um, Rigby Middle School in Jefferson County, Idaho. So wow. it's uh, there's some 13-year-olds doing this. So I have to say this is pretty good, guys. I mean, you know, well done, young people, for saying, yeah. look, you know, come on now, got to mm. carry our books in something. That is crazy. Well, I remember, I remember high school you had a, a- – shit ton of books to carry around all the time how are you going to do that without a bag it's ridiculous well get get a popcorn machine you know it's terrible but at the same time you know we do and look i'm not judging anyone i'm just saying that it's less likely here that you know for show and tell a kid's going to pull out a nickel plated 38 (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying that they've got a little less access look i'm just glad that you know we were too lazy to protest. Like I, I remember when John Howard banned guns and I knew heaps of people with guns and they were all like, oh, John Howard thinks we're handing our guns over fucking bullshit. And then, you know, like two months later, it's like, um, hey, Tim, where's your guns? And he's like, oh, I handed him in. Fuck it. Yep. You know, like it got too, got too hard, mate. Fuck it. And I think it's, that's one of the greatest things that, that John Howard did, to be honest. Do you know that people, our American listeners will not agree with you? Well, some of them, be, because, um, you know, there's, there's, we're getting hate online. People are saying, uh, because of the, you know, some of the authoritarian stuff that's happening in, in uh, Melbourne and Sydney because of the lockdowns, mm. there's, there's lots of memes going around about, oh, and they gave away their guns. This is what happens when you give away your guns. Mm. American listeners, I'm just saying, you can't trust Australians with guns, especially not with what's going on at the moment, because, I mean, you know, that protest that we had where everyone marched on the war memorial, if, if Australians had guns, that would have been like a mini war. Mm. So, no, you can't, Australians can't have guns. It's ridiculous. Well, what I want to know, that popcorn machine, are we talking like one of those big popcorn stands on wheels that you would see at a park or something? I don't know. Because that would be amazing. The article. I mean, I, I saw the aquarium. A pro rig, a pro rig yeah, popcorn machine. That's right. Yeah. Make your books stink. <laughs> um, okay. So here's another one. And I love throwing a COVID uh, headline at you guys um, because there's, I mean, the. The offshoots of COVID are never-ending. Like people lose their hair, their dicks don't work, (laughs) you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, COVID-infected man, 77, develops restless anal syndrome, which left him unable to sit still and going to the toilet didn't help. That's in, in brackets. He suffered deep 
anal discomfort several <laughs> weeks after being discharged. So, <laughs> didn't um, we do butt stuff last week? <laughs> I love butt stuff. Um, yeah, you husband, did that. <laughs> you did that guy that, that was ejaculating out of his anus. Yeah, my husband <laughs> says that I'm a 14 year old boy trapped in a um a middle aged woman's body. So um, so, so restless butt. Oh. Yeah, and he's that was an elderly Japanese man. Okay, right. okay. so <laughs> next, Sheila. Up, no, wait, wait. Is is Be- is Beavis and Butthead your favourite movie? <laughs> I do like them. Um, okay, so here we go. Former Bond girl Brit Eklund, seventy eight, says new 007 could never be a woman because the male spy is single and a female bachelor is called an old maid. You do you do this just to trigger me, don't you? You brought up Bond last <laughs> week, and you've done it again. Yeah. You've done it again because you know that I, 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 all I want to do is rail, yeah, <laughs> rail about this new Bond. Yeah, because it just came out, and all the all the royals and everyone went along to it. Haven't read the reviews yet, but you know, when are you going to see it, Astro? Well, I don't even know how we're going to see it. Like, I really would actually like to see it at the at the cinema because mm. it's not the sort of thing that has much impact on the small screen. Uh, so, but that's unlikely. So unless they keep it in the cinema for the next, you know, uh, five months, something, mm. you know. But anyway, I I, I, I I will see it. And I look forward to seeing James Bond get his talking to. Yeah. <laughs> by all the women in the movie, and you know. It's not like it's not enough that you have like a little comment, like which we quite like, like in Golden Eye, it's like, oh, you're a dinosaur bond. And like now it's <laughs> like now it's next level. It's like they'll, they'll be saying, you know, I don't you're know. You're a cisgendered white yeah. patriarchal. Get in there and I'll peg you, bitch. You yes. know, that kind of thing. No time to peg. No That's time to <laughs> peg. <laughs> yeah. movie should be called. <laughs> All right, the new dating rules feminism forgot. Put on jewellery when you get home from work. Let him decide on dinner. And listen, don't talk. No, it's not the 1950s. They're the diktats of today's femininity coaches. Wait, oh, oh, so wait, these are the new rules? Yeah, these are the new rules. These chicks don't know what's going on. These chicks are uh, bringing some old shit up so yeah these the people are employing femininity coaches because apparently we've forgotten how to be feminine uh and uh yeah these these are the rules so well, what do you, you think know, of what do you think of that we can't we, we're a little more biased in that way so what, what they're idiotic that's insane oh so you think that what's a, what's what's good then should they i think i think these women now uh, this is something I've I'm new to, but I think they've got internalized misogyny, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and they need to get with it. There's a, no, there's no way anyone should be letting dudes talk. They talk all the time, so mm. these chicks okay. should natter on at these but, dudes but if it from works the minute for they them, get home. It works for them, right? You know, <sighs> it's like their their body, their choice. Yeah, really. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, anyway, moving on. I thought it was interesting. Um, PwC under fire after leaked email exposes racist skit during trivia night where executives dressed up as bats from Wuhan and mocked Chinese accents. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) An HR worker dressed up as a Wuhan bat 
while another mocked Chinese accent. Well, I don't know. It depends how good the accent was. Like, I don't, we don't know about, we can't speak to that. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, I'd need to hear the accent. It's, but, 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 <laughs> um, you probably could get away with the skit without the accent. That would be yeah, my counsel. I'd be like, okay, it's a funny skit. You know, uh, it's highly, highly likely that the virus um, that, that uh, did come from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So, you know, it's almost not a joke. Uh, it's almost yeah, like, yeah. it's all, it's almost like <laughs> a documentary. A, a, yeah, it's a documentary. Like you did a theater <laughs> documentary. <laughs> At a trivia night, and you're an executive. That's good, isn't it? But yeah. but it would be funnier with a David Lopan style accent. Yes, oh, definitely. Godfather, this is just incredible. And I, you know, like I've got experience with this particular company, uh, working people into the ground. I'm just in like in awe of the fact that they tried to do skits and stuff like that. I mean, it's you know, it's an, a, a giant accounting firm, you know, international accounting firm. So, you know, they're they're not comedians, but um, I just think. Uh, this is absolutely incredible. But do you think China deserves a bit of ridicule for what's what's been going on? My personal view is possibly yes. You know, I mean, if, everything needs a bit of ridicule. You know, every everything does. Everything needs a bit of uh, fun poked at it, and I don't think we should be. That's because you 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 come from a a, a liberal democracy, and you believe that, <laughs> and, you, and you believe in in satire, and you know that people shouldn't be disappeared. Like in, in yeah. China, imagine if you were at a trivia night in China, and and yeah. you you know you did a a skit accent or no accent. Uh, you know, involving um, you know some sort of scandal like that, uh, mm. you would be, um, yeah, you'd just be wiped off the map, like, yeah. like you know, you, you, and off the internet. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't matter how how hot you are either. Fandy no, no Fandy Ming. I know. Goodbye. So yeah, I mean that. Oh, I'm just that, that is breathtaking, and I think it's in Australia. It was in Australia as well. So in, incredible. That, but, I, but what's so funny? I know we go down the rabbit hole here. But what's so funny about about these sorts of incidents is is they are, com- are, are completely a product of of our te- of the te- rapid rise of technology. So you know now everything's recorded, everything's online, and whatever. And really, no, we're just getting an insight into what goes on everywhere. But you know, where is the line, you know, between, um, you know, is there, I mean, I don't feel sorry for these people. It sounds like they're doing all right. But, but uh, you know, I, I'm fascinated that, you know, that you would, when you're writing them at the skit, you wouldn't say, oh, wait a minute, we're probably going to be recorded or there's going to be, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's going to be. All over, all over Twitter. Yeah, or whatever. Like, you know, and then I'm also, you know, see the other side where it's like, are you never allowed to like to misspeak once ever again? Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like if you, I mean, it sounds like they did a lot of work for their skit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it wasn't like they, they were, they just said the wrong pronoun. It's like they got up and they went, oh, yeah, they yeah, did yeah, Mickey yeah. Rooney. They were like, <laughs> they did full Mickey Rooney. Um, but the, yeah, look, these guys, this company works people into the absolute ground. So, I mean, I would say the, the the people who were organizing it were probably so tired they made a few line ball calls. So I'm not going to defend that company because uh, I've had terrible experiences with them. So um, uh, lastly, um, I'm just, just because this is a great headline and I think you guys will get a kick out of it, it's called, get this, bot 
of gold. Smuggler is caught with two pounds of gold paste stashed in his rectum at Indian Airport after customs x-ray. <laughs> Bot of gold. You like that? Play on, play on pot of gold. That's great. I love a good pun. So much butt stuff today. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's. I feel like that, that's going to be our most popular uh, subject. <laughs> that guy should change his name to Rumpelstiltskin. There you go. See, I mean, <laughs> he can <butt> shit gold. <laughs> but, butt stuff's funny. It is. All right, Sheila. Thank you very much for the news. Uh, I feel I can better tackle the day now. Yeah, go off and do space. Sheila, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yep, pretty good. Uh, what have you got for us? News. Okay. A pair of drunken idiots who broke their legs after sneaking into a water park and crashing into the barrier of a closed flume tube have said they may sue the park's owners. Uh, <laughs> they both suffered broken shins and shattered feet wow. after pulling their 2 a.m. stunt. Um, in a water park, uh, I believe they were naked. Um, so the this is an ongoing thing with the Daily Mail. They've had a, a few um, articles about these guys. So the actual headline reads, now the idiots plan to sue water park for breaking their legs on shut slides. Drunk duo left with horror injuries after riding blocked up flume tubes at 2am are now threatening legal action. Right. This is America, isn't it? Mm. No, it's England. England. Oh, I'd expect this from America, not from, from England. Uh, yeah, no, in Hampshire. This is... Uh, well, yeah. they're not going to get any money, surely. I don't know. But no, but this is, isn't it? Isn't this the sort of thing that that we think is great in movies, like you know, in old school, like Frank the Tank sort of stuff? Yeah, like, breaking into a we think it's to great. a water park. Yeah, we're like, oh, that's so good. Oh, like you know, breaking in, going, doing nude hijinks, yeah. and then the you sexy hear, time. Yeah, yeah, but there's no chicks. <laughs> it's just you and your mate. <laughs> but in the movie, in the movie, there'd be a chick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In, in my mind, movie. there's a chick. In your oh, yeah, mind, one of one of them was a ch- one of them is a chick. Oh, there you go. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, it's Claire Vickers, 46, and Barry Douglas, 44. Well, there we go. Okay, the age, that's a problem. Mm. Uh, no, the, the whole thing changes. Yeah. So you- They're sex pests. Well, they're just entering that age of being um, gross swingers, you know, when you're that age. Mm. But if they'd left the ages out and they just said the names, you'd go, oh, yeah, you're just going to go having a bit of sexy time, like, you know. Mm. All right, that's got my mind racing. What's it, next? It went from being sexy to disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, disgusting. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, you're going to love this one. The Lord of the Rings Cruise Revenge on Harvey Weinstein. Elijah Wood reveals orc mask was styled on disgraced movie mogul's face after he made life difficult for the producer. And then they put a photo of Harvey next to this filthy-looking orc mask, and you can see they have styled it on him. And they've even got a slide, you know, one of those sliding panels where you can slide it from Harvey's face across to the orc, or Harvey's face across to the orc, and, yeah, it, it it actually looks like him. All right. I think it was made because someone in the in the web department or whatever was like, hey, look what I can do. <laughs> but but so uh, let me get it straight, though. So that the orc mask was made 
in revenge for making the producer's life difficult, like, you know, Fran yeah. Walsh or whatever. Yeah, they, um, he, he was a real, uh, Miramax were complete pains in the ass, and I think Harvey was a real, real total bastard apparently. No, but and- like, so, so him being ornery on set and being a prick with the film, like you make an orc mask, I mean, there's not enough orc masks out there to, to, to make up for him taking his dick out in front of Rosanna Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but this was way before. Like, okay, so here we go. Um, this is a, a good little grab. Orcs. Fictional human monsters similar to goblins have deformed, mottled faces and Elijah revealed one of the orc masks, and I remember this vividly, was designed to look like Harvey Weinstein as a sort of fuck you. <laughs> In a way, it sort of immortalises him, though. Like, yeah. I mm. think it does does the opposite. Michael Myers' mask is actually William Shatner. Yes. Oh, yeah. The William Shatner mask painted white. Yep. Um, and so this is probably similar. So that's a Harvey Weinstein uh, orc face. Now you'll be able to go online and get the Harvey Weinstein orc mask. But don't you think once you're explaining an orc, the conversation's over? Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like when you're talking to someone and they and you go, oh, oh, so you, any, anyway, you know how Harvey Weinstein, like, you know, he's a pig. Uh, they, they made they made an orc mask of him, and then the person and says, they go, what's, what's an orc? A, yeah, what's an orc? And then you go, oh, fuck. And then you've got to explain. <laughs> yeah, too hard. Too hard. The, the Daily Mail's dived in. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> what if they started going to the next bit and said they're born from like sex and like, you know, out of the earth yeah. <laughs> and the Urukai and all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, hey, hey you sound hell. like you know a lot about it, Astro. I hate those movies. <laughs> all right. Let's not get into it. It's, it's sort of a, it's, you know, we have a mutual friend who sort of loves them. And he, uh, uh, yeah, it, it's, it, when it comes up, it's, it's not good. So we should probably move on. <laughs> yeah. Steer clear of that one. All right. Okay. Um, actors kissing co-stars 20 years their junior is disgusting, wrong, and typically male, claims <laughs> <laughs> claims playwright Sir David Ha, despite his page eight thriller boasting that exact age gap. Right. So the whole point of this is that he's a hypocrite. I think so. I think so. Playwright David Sir David Ha has hit out at twenty year age differences between actors. He said, I, uh, "He said gap between Bill Nye and Rachel Weiss in Page Eight was disgusting." Right. Okay. And I think he wrote that. So I don't know. Uh, look, I mean, you know, so he, he it, wrote it in the in the novel, but then he's disgusted they've made a movie of it. Oh, I don't or know. Is he, or is he disgusted in general? Look, you know, guys, I don't read these articles. I just pretty much give you the headlines. Mm. I don't know. but No, this guy- you're right. It is our fault and and for wanting to know more. No, I guess it's because, <laughs> you know, because we don't really care about that difference. Like, like all men think the same thing. They're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, that all men want a younger chick. Isn't yeah. that right, Ricky? Yes. <laughs> well, the phrase old enough to bleed... Old enough to breed. Oh, I think comes Jesus to mind here. She, yeah, she she breeds. She breeds. Um, yeah, but uh, I, my, <laughs> I, I used to know a complete pig man who put your piggery to shame, and he used to say, "Listen, 
you show me uh, a really like you show me the like the hottest shit you could ever find, um, and I'll show you her boyfriend who's sick of fucking her. That's right. So mm. you know that's that's what that's what Hugh Grant, you know, with uh, oh yes, Elizabeth with Elizabeth Hurley. Hurley. Yeah, because you, you know, no no disrespect for Mister Miss um uh. Divine Brown. Yeah, because she's a hot lady as well. But um, yeah, I'm just saying that, like, you, you looked at who he was already with, and you and you just like, wow, like, I know. you know, man can't get enough. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, that age thing, that age thing's not a problem. In some countries, like in France, it's a uh, it's a regular occurrence. You know. <laughs> I'm is. not. Sh- yeah, but are, are we? I mean, are we taking our cues from France? I mean, they eat horse. No. <laughs> <laughs> they do, <laughs> and we and we don't want their submarines anymore. So no, no, you know, <laughs> no, fuck off, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> I like my big subs from America. <laughs> I want an American sub, <laughs> big thick oh. ones. <laughs> All right, so, um, here we go. Now I don't even know essentially what this means, but you guys might, and I just put it in here because I know that you kind of like talking about this kind of stuff. Okay, so the quote is, "I'm Team Turf," and it's all in capital letters, and I don't know what that means. Dave Chappelle sides with J.K. Rowling in transgender spat and slams the trans community for cancelling the Harry Potter author. How do you cancel Harry Potter? Uh, I'm pretty sure that horse is bolted. I don't think you can do that. I mean, uh, yeah. You know about this, Ricky, though. Like that, I do. Yeah. Because of J.K.'s um, comments, you know, in, in, you know uh, which seemed a long time ago now, mm. uh, just, you know, she sort of birthed, she almost... She almost uh, either birthed or made cool this term turf. Yep. And now it just gets bandied about. Everyone's a turf, you know, a trans exclusionary uh, radical feminist. Radical ah. feminist. Yes. Ah, okay. So it's yeah. someone who, so if you, so it's sort of drawn a really uh, nasty line in the sand because, you know, if, um, you know, how women have had uh, rights, some rights for like two seconds. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like yeah, you got rights for two seconds, and then now yeah. we're like, anyway, anyway, I'm gonna like some some people are like, I'm gonna pop on a dress and go in, go in and change her, and 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 you know, I'm sure you know some people are going to full distance and whatever, but still, to some women, that's what it seems like. It seems like I have just popped on a dress, tucked it between my legs, gone in there and said, anyway, move over, love, and 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 then you then then when you say, excuse me, can can you not do that? I go, oh oh. This is bloody outrageous. You're a turf. You're a turf. And then, like, wow. it's, it's okay. become this really nasty mm. word. And all of the the lunatics, like um, uh, Judith Butler and all those crazy, uh, uh, you know, sort of postmodern feminists have jumped on board and they're, they're loving it. They're like, because now, what it's, as Brendan O'Neill says, what it's become is, is a really nasty slur. It's sort of like, mm. You know, back in the day, like calling someone a witch or a, or a hag or whatever, like, you know, it's like um, you don't want to be those things, do you? An old hag? Me? Yeah. Uh, a turf, I'm... a hag, a pig. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't care anymore. People are okay. just so fucking gangster crazy with all of this stuff. Um, am I allowed to say gangster? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I just don't even care anymore. Like I've 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 already had a fight with baby feminists on the internet, and it got me so angry that it made me hate young people. 
Well, that can happen. So, uh, you know, whatever. Sorry, young people. Well, let's move on quick. Um, Okay. Um, All right. Now, (laughs) this is just off the charts. Um, This is crazy. Uh, So, barbecue restaurant slammed over sign advertising Meow Meow Kung Pao Burger claiming it contains honey fried cat. (laughs) And this is in a place called Perth, Australia. (laughs) Of course. Of course. Oh, no. <laughs> so for anyone listening overseas, Perth is on the far uh, west coast of Australia and it's, it is literally the most isolated city in the world. Uh, they don't give a fuck. They're, a t- <laughs> they're, they're trying to secede from the rest yes, of the country yeah. right now. <laughs> And now, and that is exactly the sort of thing. It's the, it's almost like the the the, the perfect opposite of of the Wokesters in <laughs> Melbourne, yeah, or wherever you know. Like it's like they would have a burger that says we, it's got honey honey fried cat or whatever. It's quite refreshing sometimes to hear these stories, you know. Because in Melbourne, in Melbourne, you've got the cafe where men have to pay uh, a 12% tax on everything they buy because of apparently the gender pay gap. But in Perth, you've got, you know, a burger joint who's serving faux cat. One of my local one of my local cafes in Richmond was just you know, if you just thought you could go in and get a coffee, you you were mistaken. You had to put up with their endless political messaging on um on the in the window and whatever. Yeah, did they, like. did they have that one uh, say that the sticker on the window say no Herald Sun? Uh, I've seen that around. They they had all sorts, you know, like it was all yeah gender and and whatever related and and yeah then then. They were on the ground floor with COVID nineteen as well. Like they were saying, magic. So I can only imagine right now the, the vaccination stuff they'd have on the window. And you feel like just saying, "Can you guys just get back to making coffee?" Yeah. And you know, can you guys shut up? <laughs> like just shut up. I don't care. I think what we're, you think. we're all just a bit woke, tired at the moment. I think everyone's a bit woke, sleepy. You know, even I think even a lot of wokesters are getting a bit, you know, because they've realised you're never going to be woken up. It won't matter. It just won't matter. Mm. You, you can't be woken up. It's a really sad day, really sad day when I'm railing against some wokester and then they go, and then they go, you ever just wonder what it's all about? And then I go, <laughs> and I go, oh, come on. I go, that's all right. And I go, that's come on. Like, call me a turf or like, <laughs> I don't know. Come on. You're all right. You're okay. Call me, call me a yeah. colonial pig. There's something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think one of those baby feminists said, you know, something about internalized misogyny. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm someone who had to deal with, you know, men when I was 18 putting their dicks on my shoulder in the office going, hey, you've got a bone call, Sheila. I mean, come on. <laughs> Don't talk did, to did me about it. Did you take the call? <laughs> <laughs> just, just went, oh, yeah, good one, Gary. Oh, anyway, oh, you've got a call on line one, whatever. It's terrible. You know, <laughs> come on. It's a sexual you know, crime. 
it's a sexual <laughs> crime. But you know what? At the end of the day, uh, you got to look at yourself and go, am I harmed from that? No, I'm not. You know, I just said fuck off and got on mm. with my life. Anyway, next up, we've got high-profile real estate agent is sacked and seeks legal advice after posting a racist comment about gym equipment on Facebook. But was his question fair enough? <laughs> now, um, what he said on Facebook is that he's he's looking for he wants some he's a self confessed gym junkie he wants some new gym equipment and on it he said I'm trying to avoid Chinese products if I can and that has uh, you know sent sent people off the edge and he's been stood down. Come on, everyone knows to get good quality equipment you can't look to China, you know. But also, I mean, ever since China sort of started bullying Australia and basically, you know, I mean, threatening us on a daily basis, a lot of Australians on the ground level have said, well, we're going to actively try and um, buy Australian if we can. You know, I mean, this is there was a big, you know, buy Australian campaign. You know, you're you're buying jobs for your your country folk, and um, and I I went as far as to look into the comments section, and there is not one person who is not outraged by this man being stood down people are furious about it but but saying um something that is com- is uncontroversial about about um china's trade practices and how we've got to you know dis- sort of uh, detach in some ways from you know relying on the chinese market and and also making a comment about how um cheap some of their crap is and how you know by proxy how damaging that is to the to the slave labor that um that gets used to make it i don't know like why is that a problem you know um it it seems like if 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 it was russia or something you you would be we all no one would care right you guys have said you can say in hollywood you can say whatever you want about Russia, about anyone in Russia. You can make whatever derogatory derogatory comments you want, and no one will say anything. And and you don't even have to make the distinction about about, about like the the government and the people or whatever. You could just go straight for it and say whatever you like. And no one has a bigger glass jaw than China, uh, the CCP, uh, about this stuff. You know what I mean? Like uh, they they denigrate our soldiers from official. Um, uh, uh, you know, Twitter accounts. They 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 say at the maddest shit, and then cry, and then then we say, hey hey, come on, that's no good. And then they go, oh, oh we're gonna on. we're gonna try and avoid your product. And they go, oh, you're being a bit racist. And you go, well, you're you're being a bit authoritarian, and you're you're an actual dictatorship. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, they they're, they're they're inches away from invading Taiwan. You know. Yeah. So it, it's a, this is very, uh, on a serious note, this is very, very confusing. That and the company is jealous, Craig, the the real estate agents that have um, stood this gentleman down. Um, oh, you know what it is? They're they're somehow wrapped up with with Chinese real estate and businessmen and stuff. It has to be that. Well, it, it's very um, well. Some people have suggested that and said, "Oh, oh, they don't want to upset any, um, you know, investors." And it's like, well, okay, I thought we were trying to move away from that. I mean, this is 
this is a country that ha- is is you know being very threatening to Australia. Um, and the all this gentleman has said is he's he would like to avoid their products. It's, this is I think quite scary that that um, the Chinese hold over Australia is is this. Um, tight, even this far into our um, sort of uh, diplomatic issues that we're having. So anyway, it's it's a look. It's a really conf- uh, it, it's an upsetting story that mm. one, and that's in Melbourne, by the way. Oh, well, I think we should amplify that, you know, and um, and talk about it more because it's in in moving forward. Because uh, you know, the everyone sleepwalking through the last 20, 30 years, thinking as I did when I was a young person that that China was going to head towards uh, you know, democratic rule or even something even like you know mildly resembling it. Uh, that was a terrible time, you know. And think about all the soft uh, rhetoric that we had for so long. Uh, and they were just sitting, the, the CCP, that is, when I say they, yeah. were sitting back, li- laughing their asses off, just yeah. la- and, and, and building bases and, uh, you know, but just, just and because we're, we're so lazy and none of us speak um, the language, uh, they've, they were able just to get up at conferences and that and just speak plainly about what they're going to do and how they're doing it. And then meanwhile, and then you've got, the last thing I'll say about it is you've got, um, People like the Premier of Victoria uh, in bed with the CCP. Doing secret deals. Uh, To this day, Dan Andrews refuses to um, let anyone know the details of that deal, the Belt and Road deal, Mm. which I find frightening. Yeah. Absolutely terrifying. I mean, mean, people are down on him about his lockdown laws and stuff like that. They shouldn't be worried about that. They should be worried about the fact that he did a secret deal and did not even tell the federal government. Um, anyway, sorry. Moving overseas. on. No, that was Pebble. good. That was good. Loved it. Loved it. Moving Sheila, on. Sheila, I thought this was the, the lighter news we were supposed to be getting. Oh, <laughs> sorry, guys. I didn't get enough sleep last night. Um, all right. Lastly, um, now this is just weird. I mean, I mean, I know Iran has its, I mean, you know. So much geopolitics today. I know. I know. <laughs> But it's so strange. Women are banned from eating pizza or wearing leather gloves and men must not pour tea for females under bizarre new Iranian TV censorship rules. Yeah, that all mm. sounds like pretty pretty good, pretty good An stuff. An Iranian lady is not allowed to be seen on television eating a pizza. Mm. Is that because it's too much like? Like eating a dick or something, or oh my goodness, eating a, it um, looks like she's eating a pussy or something. I no, don't know. no, what it is is it, it's clearly just well, you're sort of on the right track, it's just a suggestive and messy um uh meal. And so, you know, Iran's got a problem with anything that's that's um a little bit sexy, you know, like um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's so strange and and not wearing leather gloves. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Is, is cotton okay or I wool? don't understand. It's just a there's a very confusing new rule. I uh, I mean I yeah, I'm very I don't know, perturbed by this one. I don't I don't understand it. What's a leather glove going to do? I mean, I'm an, you know, anti-leather because I'm about animals, but I don't really understand what is is a leather glove sort of like um a B&D thing is that is that a thing? You know, th- I think this is just smoke and mirror stuff, you know. Uh, it, it's stopping us from talking about the real issue is that people, that, that women in Iran can't vote. 
Yeah. Oh gosh. Or you know, they and or let their hair flow free if they, you know, like if they're if they don't want to wear hijab, they have to. You know, they get arrested if they don't. Isn't it so funny? All the progressives in America. I mean, I, it's sort of different in Australia because we're very lazy and we don't care about anything. Uh, but those are progressives that you read about in, you know, like AOC and all the other lunatics. They, they're just. It's like they would never ever talk talk about this stuff. They would never. They would never acknowledge any of that. They would. They they, they act like that. Um, America is. Uh, is the real problem? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they're like they're like they look around. Like AOC looks around at the Met Gala in her amazing dress, which is fabulous, um, and just goes, "Oh, geez, what a what a trash heap this is." <laughs> yeah, and this is a real problem. This yeah. is a real problem here. Like yeah. you know. And then if someone says, oh, "Miss Miss Cortez, Miss Cortez, what, what do you think about uh, you know how Iranian women can't wear gloves and eat pizza and vote?" And she's and she'd just be like, um, "Get your mask back on and." pick up the train of my dress <laughs> yeah yeah you, you <laughs> surf <laughs> uh, ah, shit. well that's all i've got for you guys i'm oh, that sorry was good. you got fired was, up really yeah. i think maybe we want to like track that guy down actually the the gym guy real estate yeah. he's not a gym guy he's a he's a respected real estate agent oh no but and you I said think, gym, gym junkie oh yeah he's he's a self hang on is this is there such a thing as a respectable real estate <laughs> agent <laughs> oh, no. okay maybe scrub that from that part and then he might come on our show leave all, leave all the racialist stuff and yeah scrub the real estate <laughs> bit that's that was beyond the pale <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we said anything racial i, I think know, we that's just the problem <laughs> That's what they'll say. They'll say uh, you don't even know. Didn't you, you say gangster? You I did. said gangster. That's Ebonics. So <gasps> am, you're am one I step away to, from I, dropping no, the N word. What? No, am I not allowed to say gangster? No, you are. Because I want you to are. formally apologize if I'm not. Because um, if we, if the rule was uh, we, none of us were allowed to um, use Ebonics, uh, I tell you what. We'd be in a lot of trouble because the, it is a it is ubiquitous. It's everywhere, you mm. know. Like okay. my my well, my nephew said it one the other day. He didn't even realise it. He said he, he, I was complaining about something. I was complaining about how I told him that his aunt, his, um, his mother, my, my sister. I said, oh, you know, like your 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 mum got that big trampoline when she was young, and I got nothing, you know. And like you know, and then he go, and then he said, just pause, and this is a young kid, he's about six or something or whatever, and he just goes, oh, you sound salty, and, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, I am salty, but the salty is is ebonics, you know, yeah. so yeah. it's everywhere, yeah. all right. But it's okay because um, American children are now saying Dunny because of Bluey. So that's good. Oh, that something's is good. going something's we going win. the other way. That's good. We win. Yeah. I want to hear right. American kids going Dunny. I, I, I want to hear them say Struth. Um, I want to hear them say yeah Dunny. <laughs> uh, fair Dinkum. AJ wants really just wants them to say the c word more. Yeah, I that, think. that too. Uh, yeah. Well, no, that's that's. Well, I don't think Bluey's going to be saying the c word anytime no. soon. No. Sheila, twice in one week. What a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks very much. Um, I'm glad we're not reviewing any of the Friday the 13th. Next week. Next week. We're back. (laughs) Three and four. Anyway, that's for next week. 
We need the news. What's been going on? Oh, look, so much. So much. I've had to cut so much. There, I've, I might have to carry some over to next week. This week <laughs> has been. Oh, no, I sent, you, I sent you something important, which we talked about at the beginning of the show. And uh, and you just sent me my bag saying, yeah, I got a full dance card. <laughs> I, said the, I said the dance card is full. That means that, that means you, you, there's. Too much. You've got you've you've got like you know you're knocking news is knocking down the door. I know, and and it's a shame because that one was a good one, but unfortunately, anyway, it's what's cool. up first? Okay, exclusive wokeness. Forget about it. <laughs> Old school New York mobsters lament that the mob has gone soft, blaming millennial gangsters for being wimpish, tweeting photos of their fugitive dads and sending threats with a text instead of their fists. Now, I'm going to read you the rest of this because it, it really, there's a, a great ending. Okay. Mobster Johnny Alight who is a former crew member for John Gotti, tells Daily Mail how he, how the up-and-coming gangsters are wimpish. A light's gripe is a familiar lament among old New York mobsters who are coming forward to blast their woke millennial counterparts. The mobsters say the millennials refuse violence, are glued to their phones and social media, and send threats via text. Anybody who sends any kind of text message is just clueless about what it means to be a Gangster, a light, 59, says. Colombo, consigliere, consigliere, Ralph DiMatteo, 66, was forced to turn himself in after his son tweeted a photo of him relaxing in a Florida pool. Anthony Russo, who who was jailed for driving a getaway car in the 1993 murder of fellow Colombo mobster Joseph Scopo, says the mob has gone soft. How stupid are you? You know your father's on the run and you're posting pictures on the internet. His father should break his legs, said Russo. <laughs> well, I agree millennials should probably have their legs broken, but who would have thought that uh, they'd be they'd be doing such a great public service here by by helping to bring down the mob? I I think there should be more accents in the news. <laughs> <laughs> and you you've perfectly articulated there that and italian people are so disappointed at this like because i've got friends who are you know um have italian ancestry and they're so disappointed that no one cares about you know the what they call is racism <laughs> towards them <laughs> like they'll go like you you just be able to go just do the whole bit hand gestures talk about dormios like you know all Mama of that me. i just i didn't do an italian accent i did a new york accent a new york gangster accent is that how bad my accent was no there was a little bit in there oh my goodness italian american <laughs> no it was italian american oh, sorry italian americans i thought we were still allowed to do no. that no are you they? are but they're allowed to do steve um Irwin, and i'm not getting offended Okay. All right. Uh, no. Anyway, back to the story. That, that's a good one. Um. Yeah, that is a problem. So, I think you just need, you just got to watch comms. You know, like if yeah. you're if you're a hitman in the mob, and regardless of your age, uh, typically it's 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 good to just um, yeah, I don't know, um, sneak around a bit. You know, before you announce yourself. You know, it's like they've tried to. You know, are you are you in the mob or are you an influencer? You know, mm. why do you need to tell everyone where your dad is? You know? Well, I think they need to go over the 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 elderly uh, mobsters need to obviously 
go through the rules again with the young people because yeah. something's gotten lost. Yep. Anyway, moving on. Wild boar and rat snakes have not suffered any significant health effects from the radiation at the Fukushima nuclear accident, suggesting that people do not need to be as fearful of moving back, study says. Are these the same animals that... Uh... That are now are now evolving and glowing in the dark. Um, and- <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just thought it's uh, I just thought that was hilarious that um, you know the you know it, it was the scene of a, a nuclear um, explosion. So I, I think I'd trust those Geiger counter things a little bit more than than what is it a, a, a rat snake? A wild boar and a rat snake. Yeah. What what okay. the fuck is a rat snake? I is don't it a snake know. that eats rats or is it a I think it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's probably a snake that looks like a rat. I don't know. <laughs> it um, can't be that. It can't be a snake. <laughs> did did the radiation, did the radiation somehow <laughs> combine a rat with a snake? Maybe. I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious. Anyway, headline. look, I, I don't know much about the Fukushima incident, but I, yeah, I don't know. I'd be keeping an eye on those animals just to, you know, just to make sure that because I mean, a lot of movies start this way. Actually, a lot of Japanese movies start this way usually with, <laughs> you know, Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I'd be holding off on putting my down payment on my new Fukushima flat. Oh, you know? I bet you that like, I, I bet you property prices are cheap there. Well, they probably are. Aren't you in the market for a, for a new <laughs> new house, Sheila? I am, but I'm uh, looking in more tropical climes. Um, Okay. (laughs) What's next? (laughs) Now, I think you guys are going to like this. Um, This is actually from news.com.au. So I've diverted for just a little bit. Aussie woman cops flack over $30 Smoke Mart gift card for her 15-year-old stepson. <laughs> so Smoke Mart is like it's like a, a, a tobacco shop, yeah. Tobacconist. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And well, now they've left out some details. We need to know where this is. It just said happy 15th birthday, Callum. Treat hashtag tre- treat yourself. Where does Callum live? Come on. I don't know. I had to shut the the, the article down because it started blasting um music at me. So uh, I don't, I'm not profiling. I just know that. You know, in Sydney, Callum doesn't live in the harbour and, um, you know, Melbourne, he doesn't live in Toorak, so is what I'm saying. So, All right. Well, what you just said was really fucking snobby. Um, I think oh, well, it, I don't live in it doesn't. Places. I'm just it saying Callum doesn't live there either. <laughs> 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 also, um, Callum doesn't live near me either. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I don't know. And this lady's, a, the stepmom is a bit, she doesn't understand what the big deal is. Are there you know? She said you can get. Um, oh my god, you're so interested in this story. I didn't really think that you. <laughs> I don't care up, about uh, the Fukushima incident. I really want to know about Callum's um, gron- gronkish it's mum a, who bought. Yeah, it sounds like you want to hook up with who, her. Who bought, she said <laughs> no because there's a famous. Smokes, she pokes. Yeah, that's right. Is that what if, you're... if she smokes, she pokes. That's right. That that that's the famous saying. And you know, <laughs> as soon as I heard smoke mud, I was like, oh, this is this is she's sexually available. She's hot. Yeah. All right. Well, it ha- yeah, okay. Hang on. I'm trying to work out where she's from. I don't know. I, All right. No, that's okay. We shouldn't profile Callum's stepmom. This is I don't not- think that there's any smoke marts 
in any <laughs> nice area. <laughs> if, if Callum's, if Callum's stepmom is listening, we will accept nudes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. if it helps you, um, she put this up on a Facebook group called Kmart Hacks and Decor. Oh, yeah. Does that help you to profile poor Callum's stepmom anymore? Yeah, I got her. I got her pegged. Um, and uh, they've made a point of saying, look, you know, they sell some Halloween costumes there um, mm. uh, and some sports apparel and merchandise and homewares, but they also are known for their, known for their extensive range of cigarettes, vapes and lighters. Yeah. Mm. 30 bucks is not getting much, by the way. No. That's, is that even a, a pack of smokes these days? No. As, a, as an ex-smoker, I'll tell you, you know, uh, that's not going to get you much. And, yeah, no, we'll leave it there. All right, what's next? Oh, this is just to get you a bit. You, I don't want to spend too much time on this one. This is just to get you riled. Now Superman comes out as bisexual. DC Comics reveals superhero son of Clark Kent and Lois Lane will start a romance with male best friend two months after Robin came out as bi. But wait a minute. Isn't this, isn't it Jonathan Kent, his son? That's gay? Yeah, but I think. Bi, sorry, bi. Yeah, but it just says now Superman comes out as bisexual. I mean, I, I don't really think the Daily Mail cares about facts. Then they're not into the, the Superman law. No, they're not into canon. Right. I no, but I, what I don't get so much, I don't get. So, um, firstly, isn't isn't bisexuality the belief in sexual dimorphism? Like, like you know, I know if you say I'm bisexual, aren't you saying that there's like a gender binary mm, and that yeah. you like them both? So really, aren't the bees in the LGBT, aren't they bigots in a way? Like, because they're not, you know, they're not like immediately into Lady Dicks or the other one, whatever, the inverse Lady Dick. I don't know what that's called. A, a, a man pussy? <laughs> I, did, I wasn't ready. You're a fucking man pussy. Okay, you're both fucking man pussy. I wasn't ready for how raw it would sound. So anyway, <laughs> I, I don't. But so that's what I don't get. So when people, when these woke corporations like proudly say, um, I think they use bi as a bit of a, you know, they go, hey, look at us, you know, we're, we're bi, we're hip, and then you, and but they don't realize that. You know, I think within that community, there is every everyone in and out of that community is a suspect of the bias. Like people outside the community are like, "Oh, come on, you're just in college or you're in uni and you're just experimenting. You're it's all a bit. I don't know any seventy year old bi people." Um, and then uh, the people in the community are like, "You know, well, aren't you guys bigoted because you believe in one or the other?" And there's what about all the stuff I got going on? Mm. Mm. So there's yeah. that. And then secondly, um, when I was, you know, massively into Superman. I, I thought you were going to say when you were massively, massively into dudes. When I was massively bi, yeah. I, <laughs> when I was into Superman, I didn't care how, how whose uh, dick he was sucking. Uh. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Because there's nothing more teenage, mostly male, comic book fans love more than watching superheroes munching on dicks. Mm. I think it's mainly just kissing they're doing. But imagine the clench that the Man of Steel's butthole has. He'll be able to milk the shit out of a juicy D. You, you have suddenly become Kevin Buddy Wilson, and <laughs> I, I want. 
I want to buy your bootleg tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Give them to everyone. This has become the twelfth man today. Yes, this is raw. No, no, but seriously, that that it's look, they can do whatever they like. The thing is, they're just trying. The sales have dropped. They're trying, like manga and anime are burying um, comic books, and they're doing anything they can. They're like, oh well, I don't know, just quick, just two characters, just make them kiss. Doesn't matter which ones, and they're just doing whatever. And none of it's working. And this won't work either because, you know, people don't, we want good characters, we want good stories. We don't want, um, we don't care if they're bi. doesn't matter. Is that because manga has things like um, octo sex and stuff like that? Is that why they're burying? Well, it's just not work. It's got that. Like some of it's got that. Um, uh, but they're just, you know, they're just, it's great storytelling, great characters. And they're focused. They don't, they're not, uh, they don't start, as we've said before, they don't start with the conversation of, okay, you know how everyone who buys our comic books are fucking dummies or, yeah. or bigoted yeah. colonialist dickheads and we hate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, go on. And then they say, <laughs> well, anyway, I really think that what they need to learn about is like trans issues or something. And then that, then they go, okay, well, we've got to come up with a story. Who can we use? And then they just get someone, they just go, Green Lantern, he's a trans now, whatever. You know, so that's how they start. Whereas in Japan, they sit down and they go, okay, anyway, I got this story about like, you know, a kid who wants to become king of the pirates and then, you know, this big adventure. It's, it's, yeah, they've, they've lost the plot. It's missionary. Mm. All right. Well, I, I actually had this slated for discussion later in our show. Oh, good. Today, guys. So I've, I've actually done a little bit of research. I've got, I've got a quote, a quote here. So this is from uh, writer Tom Taylor in an interview uh, on IGN, he said, I knew replacing Clark with another straight white savior could be a real opportunity missed, but I've always said everyone needs heroes and everyone deserves to see themselves in their heroes. Today, Superman, the strongest superhero on the planet, is coming out. Um, So it also takes uh, this particular series, uh, looks to offer a more modern take on the character, John Kent's version of the hero will not only face off against the usual run of supervillains, but also contemporary issues like climate change and school shootings. Um, and he's entering into a relationship with Jay Nakumara, uh, a, a hacktivist and journalist who idolizes John's mother, Lois Lane, but is also a refugee. So if that doesn't get you um, interested. I... I know we've run off on a tangent here, but this was, you know, we're going a bit deeper on this one. But I can I take an issue with one the quote you said because this he said something particularly annoying, which we've talked about before. He said, "Now is it something like everybody deserves to see themselves yeah. in their heroes?" Is that what he mm-hmm. said? That's right. Yeah. Is that the quote? But I've always said everyone needs heroes, and everyone deserves to see themselves in their heroes. Okay. I I think this person is one hundred percent wrong about that. One hundred percent wrong about that. Now that doesn't mean I I actually think that you know diversity is happening, uh, has happened, and will always happen. And we are progressive, and things are, things are going uh, smashingly. Um, you know, not as quick as everyone would like, but that's just that's how it goes. That quote is completely the opposite. I think everybody with a good story and a good character uh, done correctly, I think everybody deserves to see a hero, the hero within themselves, the complete opposite thing. So when I watch, you know, uh, when I used to watch Dirty Dancing all the time, I saw baby (laughs) in me. 
You know what I mean? Like her qualities, her good qualities were in. I I I deserved <laughs> to see the hero in me. Nobody puts John in the corner. Well, nobody puts me in the corner. And but that's the thing. John I, carried a watermelon. But this is what um. <laughs> I carried a watermelon. No, but this is exactly what these people get wrong. They start with this position of, oh, what kind of PSA are we going to do? Everybody deserves to see themselves on screen. So anyway, yeah, let's have, you know, we've got to have all the quotas. We've got to have this many people in wheelchairs. We've got to have this many gay people. For, for starters, it's gross having those discussions. Uh, secondly, it's not, it, you know, it's probably not, uh, going to work out the way you want it to, and but most of all, it's completely the opposite. Like I used to watch, um, you know, and I've said this before. I used to watch Malcolm X when I was a kid, um, and I saw Malcolm in me. <laughs> what kind of childhood did you have? I was watching Star Wars. Yeah, well, I was watching that shit too, man. But like, yeah, you know, I, I covered a lot of ground. You know? I a lot of he, ground. he also had a very elderly grandmother who he would take to the video store and get him. Uh, get her to get him uh, very uh, w- w- whatever videos he wanted to get out. Yeah, isn't, isn't that right? Like that. Yeah, she was good. She used to, um, <laughs> you you know, just put just... you just put your thumb over the R rating in the corner. And you yeah, she didn't care. So, but but it was I just a seven year old getting out Robocop. I'm I'm hot about this because yeah, this is just comes up all the time, and I and I'm getting closer now. I, I, it only just occurred to me that that these people have it completely the opposite. Like, you know. All of the great stories, um, in fact, you know, because that's the thing, America maybe is too America-centric uh, because you should be watching uh, cinema or films or TV from all around the world, all around the world. Mm. So if you're doing that, if you're watching something from Iran, if you're watching something from Spain and Italy and, and you know, Africa and wherever, well, then you're going to see, well, what, am I going to watch an African movie and then go, oh, fuck this movie. I'm not in this movie. Where's my representation? Mm. You know, and like, you know, and rail against it. Like, it's it's so egocentric as well. You just say, no, no, no. If you're doing your job right, then the, the people will see themselves, you know, see the hero in themselves. Anyway, stop me. Someone stop me. Anyway, on, on, <laughs> on to my next headline. Um, bizarre crackhead war breaks out in Canberra apartment block with a stick-waving Suzuki Swift driver taking on a foul-mouthed man on a trike. Now, what I like here is the uh, headline, Bizarre Crackhead War. <laughs> Are they crackheads? Uh, I don't know. I just like the headline. So Canberra is a, is you know there's not much to do. Yeah, there, so. there are a lot of crackheads in Canberra. Um, I like I like calling it a crackhead war. I like there's a I like saying that he's in a Suzuki Swift, kind of emasculating <laughs> what, him. Should ask Yuri. Yuri's into cars. Should mm. ask him about the Suzuki Swift and what kind of person drives them. And yeah. Well, I don't look. I'm I'm not a car. I'm not carist. I, I think okay? it's either it's either cheap bogan or it's like a 17 year old lady chick's first car. You know, yeah, right. it's a lady yeah. car. I think. Right. And the other one's on a trike. So um, <laughs> humiliating. You know, yeah. I think it's just a, a huge, you know, it's just a piss take headline. All right, next one. Bunnings worker, 22, quit her uni degree despite a $20,000 hex debt to keep working at the hardware store Bunnings because she realised she already had her dream job. Wow. Fucking hell. This is a sponsored story by Bunnings. Yeah, that's right. 
They're having staffing problems in Bunnings because of the vaccine mandate that's coming in. So a lot right. of Bunnings workers don't want to get the vax, so they're quitting. Maybe this is a little sneaky PSA for uh, people, for, for the Bunnings Corporation to get more uh, college grads to drop out or college students to drop out and uh, join the team. Could be. Next headline discussed as the Taliban is given a platform to brainwash young Aussie Muslims at a Sydney talk and the Afghan community who fled their murderous rule is furious. So um, the, the, the Australian Federation of Is- Islamic Councils has organised a lineup of keynote guests to speak at an online event and, and, the, and the future of Afghanistan and and the rest, uh, and um, they've got two speakers from the Taliban mm. uh, speaking. I don't know. I don't know if we should be giving, you know, like technically other people uh, in this country can't say jack shit about anything and we're giving a platform to the Taliban. Mm. I'm not sure. I, I think they should broadcast these guys on every station when they do their talk so we can all see all see what they're what they're on about you know that's a good move though that's 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 right we do need like it's not like yeah we just need to hear everything they have to say and let's see how long they can go without looking around the audience and saying uh, i look around and i you know i see a lot of smiling faces i also see a lot of infidel whores <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> need to smarten up <laughs> and you go ah there it is there it is <laughs> yeah i think we should be doing the opposite of of deplatforming or cancelling them i think we should give them a bigger platform i know i love that you've forgotten the word platform <laughs> because we deflat platform people so heavily and we never give people a platform yeah it's not a word you say what's the word when you you know you deplatform someone what's the word when you, <laughs> yes. give them, when you let them speak yeah Maybe. yeah <laughs> this next one Okay, it just says, this is what happens in communist countries. Trump tears into de Blasio for trying to confiscate his Bronx golf course to replace it with a homeless shelter. (laughs) 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 So de Blasio is trying to confiscate their golf course as a homeless shelter. So that's interesting. Yeah. The Donald. Mm, the Donald. I don't know how I feel about that. Obviously, homeless people need places to go, but rich people need places to golf too, right? <laughs> I kind of love it because they just fix their healthcare system. Yeah, but yeah, true. and Instead. the things that he railed against are kind of biting him in the ass now because there's so many people who have become homeless, and like you said, with no. Healthcare that he once again railed against. Um, so that's very. I, I went very to the US in 2006, so that's a, a long time ago, and I was shocked by how many homeless people I saw, particularly in Chicago. I was yeah. like, it was an eye opener for me, you know. I was in Denver, I think, two and a half years ago or three years mm-hmm. ago, and I was my yeah, it was it was heartbreaking. I was yeah. and and it was during the big freeze where they had the the big you know, super snowstorms and yeah, stuff, and, yeah. and you would see people still outside huddled. Mm. You know, it was Jesus. horrific. Yeah. So yes, um, I think that'll be interest an interesting one to watch. And lastly, 
Are you in a parasocial relationship? Pandemic sparks increase in weird one-sided relationships where people believe they're friends or in love with their favourite influencer. I'm trying to get a lot of people in that sort of relationship with us. I know. How, how do we get some of these people to fall in love with us? <laughs> keep saying Be better guys. Oh. Oh. One of us needs to transition. <laughs> you first. Oh <laughs> Paper, scissors, rock. Come on. No, no, no. You, you, I think I'll watch you do it and then I'll do it second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sheila. That was that was good. That was good. What what did I like best? I think I probably like Smoke Mart. Mm, that was good. <laughs> I think you liked Smoke Mart the most. Yes. Yes, that was good. You knew what I was going to say about the Superman stuff, so you just you just baited me there. But yeah. um, the Smoke Mart thing was surprising. I was yeah, I, I still care about it. I want to know everything. But, um, <laughs> unfortunately, that's it. <laughs> you you want to know you want, well the thing is that that came out of that is that you I kind of felt that you want to see pictures of the stepmom. Yeah, yeah, I do. She I sounds hot. For some reason, she sounds hot. Yeah, she looks fun. Yeah, sounds fun. Mm. Leather pants, sort of, a bit, <laughs> you know, that's just that sort oh, of a bit of a roadie sort of a look, you know. All right, guys. Thank you very much. See you next week, Sheila. If you enjoy what we do here on the New Flesh podcast, there are a number of ways you can contribute to the success of the show. Consider supporting us financially by becoming a Patreon member and donating monthly or yearly. Alternatively, you can donate money through the Buy Me A Coffee platform. If you're strapped for cash at the moment, there are other ways to support The New Flesh. You can give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. These really do help others find our show and help spread the word. Or you can just simply tell your friends about us. Back to the show. Sheila, you're back for the news. I am. I believe you've got some uh, some sports news on, on the cards today. I do. It happened by accident. I never go to the Daily Mail sports section um because it looks silly to me but um that looks well, silly that's yeah. silly everything yes. else is fine perfectly fine <laughs> <laughs> none of it's fine i think the writers at dm know that um okay so here's the headline anti-racism groups urge newcastle fans to ditch culturally insensitive Saudi Arabia fancy dress in tribute to the new owners after dozens don homemade kefirs. <laughs> now, now, when we say homemade kefirs, um, I've seen the footage and it appears to be tea towels with rope around their heads. But well, this is uh, these images are, are quite striking. Um, they're all burly, burly white. English guys. <laughs> yes. And, uh, but the thing about that, look, there's, there's a, a bit going on. So firstly, I loved, I love the word fancy dress. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> fancy dress. Like imagine, imagine someone saying you're being really culturally insensitive, um, you know, take this fancy dress seriously, <laughs> you know, like, come on, do it properly. I, I, I like that we're doing this story like in Halloween month as well. Yes. Well, no, but did you remember um, on the the Australian Late Show uh, many years ago, the Degeneration? They, they used to they did a tea towel bit. So mm. was it Yasser Arafat? Yes, Arafat. Yeah, yeah, they did Yasser Arafat a lot. And mm. then there a guy would just come in from the side and use his headdress to to dry a, a dry dish. dishes. Dry dishes. <laughs> that was oh how come God. those guys haven't been cancelled? <laughs> uh, 
I look, I don't know. Um, but the thing is about this, and you guys have seen the pictures, it's a really hard one because the the fans at this football club, they, I really don't feel they're doing this out of um, try, trying to be offensive in any way. I think they're doing it um, to honour the new uh, owners. Mm. Um, and it's it's really tough because the, you know, there's a lot of um, organisations who want them to educate the, the fans, but I think the fans are just trying to show their appreciation yeah. to the new owners. I mean, you know. I also think that maybe we should send the equality and inclusion um, team over to Saudi Arabia and they could maybe have a look into um, the treatment of women mm. <laughs> yeah. in, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Like, you yes. know what I mean? Let's be, why, that, why is that controversial to say that Saudi Arabia has absolutely appalling human rights? <laughs> Mm. Well, one of one of I mean the comments section. If anyone wants some um, references, uh, is on fire as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, but one person did say, "Okay, then, um, then they're not allowed to wear suits." Mm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that so, never wins, though. That argument never wins. <laughs> oh, you're not allowed to wear suits. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's it's a tough one, but I mean the fans. Do look very like they look smart. So, no, they look so you know like they're having a celebration and they they're very appreciative. They, they, anyway, they do look like they're having a lot of fun. Yeah, and but not at someone else's expense. It looks like they're I don't know. To me, I think they're trying to say thank you for rescuing our club. I don't I don't know enough about football, but I, I've uh, from what I can gather, the club is now sort of awash with cash and it's going to mm. sort of help the club out. So anyway, yeah. on to the next thing. Um, we have next off the production line, um, Colombia sterilises drug lord Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos. Cocaine hippos? Yes. Um, he uh, Escobar um, had a private zoo. And he had two males and a female hippo. Um, and all of the other, when he was killed, all the other animals from the zoo were confiscated, but uh, authorities couldn't be bothered to get rid of hippos because it was too hard and they just left them. So apparently they thrived in the, the pond, the man-made pond, and then they bred profusely. Wow. And they broke out of there and they got into the waterways and now they are in plague proportions. Uh, they're the biggest uh, group of them outside of Africa and there's been such environmental destruction that uh, they've now, they now have had to sterilise some of them. That's terrible. Presumably. <laughs> uh, That's amazing though. Are not germane to... Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> and and apparently they've got very acidic weed that's to, that's um poisoning the the, the drinking water. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. And um that but locals are protecting them because they're making money out of doing tours and selling hippo um paraphernalia to tour to tourists. Are they leaning into them being coke hippos? 
yeah, they've lent into them completely. So they're protecting them. They were supposed to be culled and um, the locals protected them, even though they're aggressively territorial and, um, uh, you know, wrecking the place. What, what would be good is if they set up a, a sanctuary for animals, uh, that'd be a big tourist attraction for people to go to Escobar Zoo and... You know, I, I know that they probably wouldn't like Escobar's name on it, but it would bring in a lot of tourist do- dollars and, and, and save all these animals too, you know. I know. I think the other animals were killed. I'm not sure. But uh, the, the hippos uh, have, um, have gone all right. Um, okay, next up, cocaine crisis in the elderly. NHS is treating patients as old as 90 with mental health issues due to extreme use of Class A's, while number of over 60s in hospital soars 500% in a decade. But doesn't that just mean, if I'm reading it correctly, isn't it that, is it just old Coke pigs getting old? Or is it, it like... Experts say better care has resulted in a cohort of drug users living to old age. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, so it's like... 80s I mean, Coke hounds. Yeah. So they're they're just they're just retired and and now we're like oh you know these old people are on drugs it's like yeah but they always were they're just old mm. yeah all right well that's terrible and coke what a dumb drug like <laughs> so expensive um like they don't have to do it all day <laughs> you know like it's it's not you know and we wouldn't, we, we wouldn't, wouldn't have a lot of the extravagant ridiculous eighties music without. Coke or movies, you know. That's true. That is true. Um, I think it was a, it was uh, in large quantities back then, and, mm. and probably you know. But um, yeah. Anyway, that's terrible. Uh, this is in the UK, is it? Yep. Mm. Okay. Next, anger grows over the activist, the worst idea ever for a reality television show. Oh uh, yes. Wow. Yes. I know Tell me. T- I, I want to know more. Tell me more. Uh, well, it's a new competition pitting social change warriors against each other, judged by an R&B singer and two actors. <laughs> of course. Is, is one of the actors like uh, DiCaprio or? No way. He's not woke. No? Is he not woke? No. Oh, he, I can not hang really. on. I can, I can give you a, a summary of it. Similar in style to The Apprentice, six activists from around the world will compete in a series of challenges and events to create the most social media buzz and an overall winner will attend the G20 Summit in Rome to meet with world leaders. All right. No, I want you to know that this is, there's a happy end to this story. It was a failure and um, it was it was going to be a like a series, but then they, they it was ter- like something, it, it was just, it didn't work. And so they turned it into a documentary. <laughs> so that's good. Anytime this, this, this could be an amazing fails. satire. I know, but that they, it, it's not. It's real. It, those people are all like, "This is great. We love it." Wow. You know. So yeah, no, it is terrible. But then again, actually, uh, the the end stage of any any good movement is a reality show. So like, you know, any movement, and that's the end. Like when it's over, you know what I mean. So once it's like. Like imagine that if it was like me to the show and one of the one of the weeks it's like who has to knit the best pussy hat, 
<laughs> you know, like the, the movement's over. It's dead. It's over. Like, or if there was like, yeah, like, like you, you're in a basketball court or something and you've got, and there's, a, there's like a guy in a Harvey Weinstein mask and you've got to run away from him. It's like Chasey, like, you know, like Weinstein, Weinstein Chasey, you know? <laughs> so it's over. Once that, once we're doing that, it's over. Like the movement's dead. Whatever it was, it's over. So the activists, bring it on. Make it five seasons, 10 seasons, 20 seasons, like Survivor. And, 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 um, that's when it's getting really exciting. It's like capitalism always wins, you know? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Indian woman has her first child at aged 70. One of the world's oldest new mothers after she and husband, 75, conceive a son through IVF. Okay. Wow. Um, is that what IVF is, is, is for? Yes. Yes. To make your dreams come true. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely, at, at any 70, age. At wow. I mean, heaven forbid that child should have a, um, a parent past 10. <laughs> <laughs> past five? Past five. Fucking yeah. hell. Yes. They, they must be cashed up, though, so they, they, they'd probably be plugged into fairly good health care. That, that's the only way you get health care in India is if you're, if you're cashed up, you know. Really? Well, I'd, I would think that IVF itself would be quite expensive. Mm. Mm. Well, yeah. No, look, it's not good. Uh, yeah, I think. It, is there anyone who hears these stories, like that story, and says, "Oh, that's so beautiful"? Like, is there anyone in the world who hears that and says it's beautiful? Mm. Or does everyone sort of go, "Look, I don't really think it's fair on the kid," and you know, it's maybe you've had your day at the beach and the rest of it. Mm. You know? Have they had kids prior? No, this is oh. their first. Mm. Right. Why, why don't they adopt? That's the other thing. Like, I'm sure there's heaps of kids out there around the world that. Could benefit from you know a loving family like you could have adopted them fucking thirty years ago. I know, I know. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Um, this is the headline: Is that you, Ye? Kanye in bizarre prosthetic Caucasian mask with eye makeup for New York City meeting with disgraced ex-Trump lawyer Michael Cohen after changing his name to Ye. I knew this story was going to come across your desk. <laughs> I saw a picture of the mask. It's ridiculous. He looks like a mannequin. Yes. The mask, because I, I was like, what is that? And I was like, oh, my God, it's Kanye. Yeah. No, Hashtag it's white face. It's ye. It's ye. Just get it right, okay? Oh, God. Why, why does he have a, a, an Asian influence name? No, it's ye, is it? Or is it ye? ye? I don't know. Is it, isn't the whole isn't point Kanye, Kanye? Yeah. Okay. It's not Yi, not as in President Yi. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, he should have changed his name to President Yi with a Y. Everyone knows President Yi. That would be brilliant. <laughs> is is he still running for for president in twenty twenty four? Okay, might as well. Yeah. He's so they've divorced now, have they? Him and his missus. Are you asking me? Yeah. Well, well, isn't it across? You know. Is it, yeah, it's it. Yeah, it is. But I thought you might be asking Ricky. Ricky uh, doesn't you know. know. Who, <laughs> I don't know. What do I know? Oh, I don't ask him about Kanye West. No, so yeah, uh, no. I think they're in the process of divorce. Oh, okay. But so. he did make her wear a wedding dress to his Donda. Um, listening, listening, to yeah, which I felt was a bit strange when they're in the middle amidst a divorce, but you know, that's that's all right, whatever, yeah, 
Uh, well, you know, who would have thought that like that Kim would be the one you'd you'd be like, oh, geez, get away, Kim. You know, like mm. she's she's reprehensible, but like in this instance, you're sort of like, you know, don't go down with him. You know. <laughs> well, well, sales of of his uh, clothing line would um, argue that point. He's not going anywhere. Certainly not down. Ah, uh, he's popular. Well, his clothes are. <laughs> Get back to music, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So next up we have what was she doing with her legs? Kremlin Run TV claims US TV interviewer positioned herself as a sex object to distract Putin when she quizzed the president about Europe gas crisis. I feel like I've heard this story before. Yeah, this this happened in reverse to Trump, didn't it? Yeah, with I think mm. a, uh, was it with a Russian um, interviewer? Yeah, I, she was a salsa dancer, right? So is this crumpet wars? It, like- yeah, this is just putting <laughs> putting hot hot biatches in front of powerful men and trying to distract them. Wonderful. <laughs> that is, it is like a carry on film, isn't it? Yeah, fantastic. I love the crumpet wars. This this should be a segment. <laughs> you know, we should return to the crumpet wars from time to time. Well, Boris, it wouldn't work with Boris because he'd probably end up racing them off, like, and just having a kid with them quickly. And you know, mm. well, hasn't he hasn't he married some really young bird? Yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's quite prolific. You'll find right. Carrie. I don't mm. know Carrie's last name. I don't. I don't know Johnson. Either. Well, it is now. I suppose. I suppose. I don't know. But yes. Um, she she does look a lot younger when you know at those lineups that the G twenty summits and stuff with all the the wives and husbands you know oh sorry first blokes and the, the first, first blokes first blokes mm. yeah maskless yeah. of course I think there's only one first bloke isn't there at the moment Jacinda Ardern's oh, husband oh, what about what about they, Merkel does Merkel have does a she husband? have a husband or does she have a wife. I don't. Oh, <laughs> um, well, she might. I, I don't know. I don't know. She looks like I she might. <laughs> no, so we'd, we'd know. We'd know if she was. Lesbian. Well, Ca- Carrie Lamb would have a first bloke, surely. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's not good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, surgeons successfully transplant a pig kidney into a human marking a significant step in the decades-long quest to use human organs for life-saving transplants. Wait a minute. I'm getting the order mixed up in my head. So we're using pigs' uh, organs in humans, yeah? Well, we're not putting human kidneys in pigs. I thought, no, I got it mixed up for a second. I was like, that sounds extravagant. What? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, no, uh, pig kidney into a human. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know the Chinese like their pork, but you know, like like stealing kidneys from Uyghurs and putting them in pigs, like that's next level. Uh, you're going to pay for that. <laughs> you're going to get you're going to get banned, shadow banned. No, well that's good. That's good. Like you know, I'm, we're saving people, but I mean, you know, there's a horror movie in this. You know, someone gets a pig kidney and then turns into some weird pig man, pig killer. You know, man, just Harvey oh. Weinstein, or just a, a just a nose. just a a boss who. Fills you up in the copy room, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plenty of pig men walking around. Um, I just feel really sorry. Once again, pigs who are smarter than dogs are getting shivved again, you That's know. True. Poor pigs. 
All it's yeah. always pigs getting the fucking short end, you know. They they need to find a higher purpose for pigs, you know. At the moment, their their only purpose is food. Yeah, well, look, I don't want to get too much into it because it's probably not, you know. Uh, but it, I have read that the way they behave, the things that we pumped up about them, uh, they don't um, actually do when they're in their natural habitat. Like all the gross stuff they do. Mm. Is when you put them like you know, in like cheek by jowl in captivity, yeah, and and treat them like that. But like they're actually really smart. They do all sorts of things like in the wild that are really really cool, like um, leading leading uh, people away from their their food and stuff, like like tricking, doing decoys and shit. Yes. Like they're really we're really clever. They are really clever, and I just am a bit upset that now they're going to be used like, you know, something from The Island, the movie, The Island. Michael Bay's The Island. Yeah, mm. Michael Bay's The Island. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, all right, lastly, um, I've got a headline. It's called Insulting. Aussie singer banned in China after releasing controversial song. Now, this song is supposed to be uh, apparently a love song, but it's called Fragile, um, and China has banned it and said it's an insult to Chinese people. Is it though? Um, uh, they, you know, are they being fragile? But yeah, well, apparently it's a love song, but there's a few things in it that tip you off. It might be something else. Um, there's a panda cooking a dog in a pot um and one of the lyrics is desiring for dogs cats bats and and chivets or civets um it's also there's also a line saying it's it's illegal to breach the firewall you'll be missed if the poo discovers it oh we need the poo i get it yes um this so- sounds like a documentary to me the singer's referenced forced labour and detention camps. Um, this, uh, this song's got some complex stuff in it. It also sounds a bit like um, rough and ready. Did, was it rocketing up the charts? or It is going gangbusters. Really? It's going, yes. It's because um, it's the number one song in Taiwan. Oh, yes. Um, of course it is, yeah. <laughs> the, it's a big fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, another line. Oh, I hear a sound. Fragile self-esteem has broken into pieces. It's okay. I still have IG and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's good. We've, no, we've this... talked about this on previous podcasts. That you know, where are all the all the movies that are exploring China as as the villains? You know, and and yeah. maybe maybe music is filling that void, or maybe it should. The uh, well, I'll just give them a um a shout out. Their names are hang on, okay, Australian singer Kimberly Chen and Malaysian rapper Namawe Um, and their song is called Fragile. For anyone who would like to look that up, and apparently, I mean, I looked at the comments under this, people love it, and they said it's quite catchy and that the video is wonderful. Great. I'm going to get all over it. Like, like honestly, like, like, um, I guess music is, is the only outlet, one of the only outlets you've got, because the moment that you have to deal with large corporate structures, which China has all but captured, uh, yes. Hollywood and, and NBA, NBA. And TV, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So you can't get it out there. Whereas this is just, you could write something in your bedroom and then produce it and then just go, here we go. Check it out. Yeah. 
It's a love song. All right, guys, that's what I got. Sheila! Aloha, fellas. I need some news. What's been, hap- what's been happening in the world? So much. So much. Honestly, Daily Mail... I don't know what's going on over well, there. No, but- you, don't have, don't say, you don't have to say the name like it's pejorative. You just say the news. Just say the news has been. <laughs> no, because I only look at the Daily Mail. That's what I mean. They've it's got the news. most outrageous headlines. All right, here we go. Starting off. Spanish Secret Service injected King Juan Carlos with testosterone blockers to control his rampant sex drive, says ex-police chief after claims Royal had 5,000 lovers. (laughs) (laughs) Classic classic tabloid style, you know, like it's Valentino. (laughs) 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 Sort of, you know, 1,000 lovers. Virile. He's a virile man. Yeah. Well, from what I can say, well, they said um, they gave him female hormones and um, that it was, they did it because it became a state problem. His sex drive became a state problem. Well, uh, you know, he's again, another person who's met the moment. Like, I mean, that he really, he should be given an, an award of courage for being, I don't know, like, no, given given the highest honor like a woman can get, like like woman of the year or something, you know, that's what we do now. <laughs> but I don't think he knew that they were giving it to him. Well, some of these kids, they don't know either. <laughs> 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 I said it. I said it. That was very good. Um, <laughs> it was very, it was actually very good. Thanks very much. Ah, okay. Incredible moment. 12 zookeepers wrestle sex-obsessed 350-kilogram monster reptile named Kanye to alligator jail until he cools off and stops attacking other animals. More Kanye news. <laughs> now... Kanye has come out of hibernation and he is so yeah yeah he's so horny that um he's having a crack at everyone and they've had to um they've had to remove him I love going to alligator jail (laughs) well yeah alligator jail sounds terrible to Think, think about what he's done you know sounds like the zookeepers need to give him a hand well, <laughs> you pig. Um, <laughs> one, of, one, of the, one of the quotes is, um, Kanye has made the other alligators very tense. He's a young bloke, full of testosterone, and he's raising havoc right now. So the best thing to do is send him to the naughty corner for some time out. So <laughs> Yes, well, you know, it is difficult when you're dealing with kind of actual dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next up, breastfeeding my boyfriend viewers left grimacing over sucking and squelching noises in bizarre Channel 4 documentary. Sorry, sorry. Let's stop right there. Yeah. Um, I got to ask the all the people who objected, um, did, you, did you not read the TV guide properly? <laughs> Is it not, did you not get what it says on the tin? Like if you don't... Yeah. If, if I tune into breastfeeding my boyfriend and I don't get squelching and sucking, then I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I want my money back. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> I'm not paying my license fee this year. Yeah, the, the opening line is 
Breastfeeding my boyfriend viewers were left grimacing after hearing the sound of an adult man suckling milk from his partner's breast. <laughs> Reminds me of that scene in Me, Myself, and Irene. Irene. Yes, I knew have it. you seen yeah. that uh, that movie? Yeah, really. You remember that bit when he's in the he's in the supermarket, and there's a woman with big big bazongas. Yeah. And um, it cuts to uh, Jim Carrey's character. He just appears and he's <laughs> down sucking her bosom. Yeah. What, are you trying to remind me? No, I'm just reminding everyone. Yeah. <laughs> just I was going to say, of, oh, I remember that. I've yeah. seen all of those gross, uh, you know, Freddie got fingered, all of those. I've seen them all. all right. um, okay. Mother stuns TikTok after revealing she made Udder butter out of her own breast milk and fed it to her husband on toast while proudly describing it as her crowning achievement. <laughs> Did it taste good though? Oh, I don't know. That's editorial. The Daily Mail doesn't do editorial like that. <laughs> okay. they, just print, they just give you the, just the facts, ma'am. Okay. They tell you, they, they, tell, they can tell you that she made udder butter. Uh, but they can't tell you whether it was a hit or not. Well, I here in a follow-up video, she and her husband tried the to uh, the butter on toast, and while he didn't mind it, she thought it kind of tastes like throw up. Oh. Um, so this is a niche website. This is obviously <laughs> kink. Yeah, is this, kink? <laughs> this is the Daily Mail, right? <laughs> okay, kink. But those actions of what they're doing of taking things and making them, and it, but this is this is fetish website stuff. Uh, well, I mean, no, this is part of the brave new world of just you know doing. <laughs> so gotta get on board. What, yeah, you just okay. got to get on board. Is this is this what the environmentalists want? Is this is this a milk product that vegans can get behind? Yeah, and this is this is just women being fucking women. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Hey, again, it reminds me of another movie in Borat when he goes <sighs> to when he goes to the White House to meet with some representative, and they do the sharing of the ceremonial cheese, and <sighs> the cheese is made from Borat's wife's tit. Oh. God. <laughs> I'm banishing Sasha Baron Cohen to jail. In other words, Perth, where he now lives. He does. I yeah. thought you were going to banish Ricky for his uh, no, outrageous behaviour this no, morning. Nothing I can do about Ricky. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Year 12 students who sparked outrage by dressing as Islamic terrorists, complete with headpieces and guns, to muck up day at a Catholic college, won best dressed at the event well there's a lot i mean you know i mean to be if you can't tell me that the 9-11 bombers didn't sort of muck everything up then i don't know you know what's true so that they, they mucked it up on muck up day these guys dressed up as terrorists what's what well, i've made the connection you know oh i don't know i mean i <laughs> I honestly uh, thought we were a little bit further along than this. But um, they won. The people have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just other misguided students. Right. So you don't believe in democratic uh, votes. You believe that uh, your side doesn't win, it's not. It, it's stolen. No, but they're not old enough to vote. They don't know what they're doing. All right. All right. No, it looks, it's an extreme look. I think if you can't go to jail for murder, then you don't know, you can't legally be held responsible for your idiotic choices. But yeah. where was where was this, sorry? This was just in Castle Hill. 
uh, at the Gilroy Catholic College. This is in Australia. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Yes. I, I know. I, as I said, I thought we were, as a society, a little bit further along than this, but never mind. My my brother's year for Muck Up Day uh, got a, a male stripper to come to uh, the school's assembly. Right. That's great. That's, that's fucking good. awesome. That, that was huge. I'm surprised your brother hasn't been tracked down because that's a sexual crime now. You well, know, pe- people to now be honest, say, I don't think he had anything to do with the booking of the strippers. Well, I'm not trying to put your brother on the dock. I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just saying that nowadays if you bring a Chippendale to a school assembly <laughs> and say have at it, gyrate your hips you know, at, at those teachers and the kids, you know, um, I think that it would be like a Godzilla movie. People would be screaming, running, saying I'm triggered. No, would, would, wouldn't, wouldn't that be acceptable now, though? I'm confused. I thought that would be... Oh, wait. That would that be depends. good. That would be good now, but not back then. No, I don't know. It depends on who's, who's getting horny and who's not. Do you right. Know what I mean? So if the guys are getting horny, it's good. No. No. No, male sexual response is generally frowned upon. So it's only if the girls are getting... Oh, if it's empowering and it's sex work, then maybe they can get hot. But if they're not... But if there's no sex work involved or or if it's not like... I don't know, fatties or something, then I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to Oh, my God. I can't believe you're saying fatties. If it was a fat male stripper. Uh, yeah, that's beautiful. That, that would be all right? Yeah, okay. that's, That'd be that's... hot. I'm kind of into fat guys. So uh, larger boned gentlemen I'm into. Well, yeah, you live in the right place. Melbourne is the dad body uh, capital of Australia. I'm into it. Um, <laughs> if, I am. I'm, I, I used to love Chris, uh, Chris Penn. I used uh, to yes. love him. Yeah, a disgraceful body. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, for our muck-up day, um, our U12s um, burnt giant dicks um, into the ovals with weed killer. Mm, classic. That's amazing. I, that joke will never get old. I'm, I think I think cavemen probably did it, like, you know, put rocks down in the shape of dicks and then laughed like it was pointing towards one of their mates. <laughs> and I think it'll be funny in 2,000 years, aliens will come down and they'll see crop circles that we've put there of giant dicks. It will never go out of style. Okay? Well, I thought you were going to mean like they're going to do pictures of their like three-headed dicks or something that's still, <laughs> that's still going to be funny, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That and they'll all be in their ship laughing their asses off in the, with the crop circles just going, oh, my dick, yes. look at it. Maybe that's what the crop circles are. That's Look what I just thought about. In its about. three-headed glory, you know. I just thought about that. Ricky said it. Like, but what if yeah. we discovered that crop circles all were just, you know, their weird-looking dicks? Could be. Spirals <laughs> and diamonds. And... <laughs> all right, moving on from the dicks, quick. For moving your on. pleasure, for the ladies' pleasure. Okay. Woman is branded despicable after posing for sexy Instagram photos at her father's funeral in front of his open casket and then posting them with the hashtag dadless. Uh, what? <laughs> um, that, he, he was a veteran. That's great. <laughs> he was a veteran as well. I, I just didn't think you could make the word dadless sexy. Mm. You know? <laughs> like, you know, it sounds like bottomless. Dadless. Yeah. <laughs> so does that does that mean now all the all the suitors now don't have to worry about you know the the surly father like the shotgun father yeah yeah maybe uh no look it's there's a there's a proud tradition of inappropriate um 
you know, sort of influencer selfies going on. Mm. Uh, but um, was it, are we to led to believe it was a popular post or, or not, not really? Oh, well, I mean, it has now obviously gone viral because she's um, a teeny woman and um, her dad, who's partially visible in the background, is draped in an American flag. It's pretty rock and roll though, isn't it? Like it's, 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 I mean, you know. She's even doing one where she's sticking, sticking her booty out and you can see her dad's dead arms. You can't see his head because her booty's there. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I don't want to psychoanalyze, but uh, I, I suspect she might have um, daddy issues. She's got a few issues, I'd and, say. Like, let's face it, she's probably, like, crazy. Like, we can't say that, and I know you can't say people are crazy, but she's crazy. Yeah. You get that... I don't think, yeah, no, you're very correct. You're not allowed to say no, uh, I crazy know. anymore. Okay, no, but put it in the terms, okay, if you had a friend and they were yeah. dating her, what would you say privately? Would you say, oh, I, I think she's a bit loose or would you say she's crazy? I think I'm so bored by people now. Uh, I I would say um, I'm enjoying everything that she's about. Yeah, I, think, I think she's <laughs> off her head and good for her. Yeah, fair enough. All I want to know is, does she have an OnlyFans? She probably does. I'll dig it up for you. It should be called Dadless as well. Like that <laughs> would be, and that could have been the first post, you know? Mm, yeah. It, so she the, the hashtags are hashtag Dadless, hashtag Veteran, hashtag PTSD, hashtag Funeral, hashtag Never Forgotten. So, yep, there you go. Respectful. Respectful. All right, guys, here we go. Caitlin Jenner says Dave Chappelle is 100% right to face down angry transgender mob over his new Netflix special and says backlash against him is woke cancel culture run amok trying to silence free speech. Um, By the way, DM your non-use of commas or full stops is an absolute disgrace. This is like I had to insert breaths just then. Right. It's really just a listing of tags. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's for search Jenna. engine optimization. Alex, Alex Hammer. <laughs> Alex Hammer <laughs> for dailymail.com for frig's sake. All right. Well, that's a great story. I agree with all of that. I do, yeah. I, I Who would have thought that Caitlyn Jenner would be someone who uh, is a bit of a champion in this sphere, you know? Well, I suspect I, I'm, I don't didn't. Uh, Sheila, you you watched a bit, of, a bit of the show maybe when it first started or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Uh, and, has and has uh, Caitlyn's politics changed at all? Um, I don't think so, but Caitlyn has, I mean, and even when Caitlyn was Bruce, always seemed like a very level-headed individual. Sure. You know, like um, I know she's a bit sort of maybe Trump crazy these days, but, you know, she she always seemed quite even-tempered, even you know, even when there was fucking fuckery going on around her that, you know, she's always sort of kept her, you know, an even keel, I, I thought. Mm. Well, I think she's, yeah, she's certainly um, taking some bold positions now. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's great. Like you know, and it, and 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 she's she's a real thorn in the side for um, people on the hard left. You know, mm, because yeah, because they, they she won't conform and fall in where she's supposed to. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, look, I've got one last one for you, and then I'm off. Right. Lesbians feel pressured into having sex with trans women. <laughs> 
over. She's trolling <laughs> us today. This is trolling what you're doing. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Shut Not up. The news. I came here for the news. This is trolling. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Go on. Over fears of being branded transphobic while those who refuse face death threats claim activists. It's true. It's, true. Wow. it's happening. It's it is real. true. Yeah. It's true. Well, look, you know, I mean, I, I'm just me. Um, I, I'm a nobody. But my advice to everyone in, in this sphere would be peeps, everyone, you know, everyone's getting rejected for sex. I've been rejected for sex more times than you've had hot breakfast. It's not exclusive to you. You don't need to send death threats to the people who are rejecting you for sex. It's just they don't want to have sex with you, okay? It's not a, you know, we're all, it's not exclusive to you. We're all getting re- rejected for sex. You but know? I just never thought we'd live in an era when lesbians, yes. you know, a minority group, uh, are persecuted because they don't want to um, accept a, a, a member, you know, into them. Like, that, <laughs> if I can put it, if I can I'm, put ma- it. I'm married. I don't want to either. You know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry, Glenn. Sorry. Yes, well, but seriously, I mean, it's hilarious, though. I isn't never, it? yeah, yeah. And well, the you, argument, know, you know, you go. No, no. I think you're going to say something worse. So you go. <laughs> well, the old thing used to be, you know, uh, old old balls guys would would look at les- lesbians and go, "Oh, they just need a good shag," mm, you know. Mm, it mm. is kind of what's happening now. Oh, they just need they just need a really good right rogering from a guy with a big cock, you know. No, from a powerful, a beautiful trans woman, and then with a big okay. cock. Well, st- yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, your words. I'm not focusing on how big it is. But I've been in a lesbian relationship and we it's <laughs> sorry, I'm just gonna bring <laughs> no, no, I want to But you you know, you don't um you can just like go down on each other, you know, like if you you don't have to have um, you know, the the dick involved. No, no, that I know you? what you're saying. No, you're being you're being quite ja- charitable and generous, but the argument from you know lesbians and gay men have had the same uh, charges thrown at them. Their argument is, well, from the gay man's perspective, they say, look, you know, despite what you may think, I'm actually attracted to male bodies. You know, yes, genitals, but male bodies. It's like the whole the whole thing because you know there are there if, if you've been through puberty and you you know you you were a biological male or sorry a biological female or something yes. then you're going to have that you know you're going to have leftovers no matter how hard people tried you're going to have uh signs you know that you were a uh, a a female at some point you know what i mean and um yeah. A gay man might is may not be into that now look sometimes the work might be fantastic you know you know, but uh, the, the, it's just, I just think this is a fascinating uh, sort of Chinese finger trap. <laughs> mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I thought um, I thought it had set you guys off it like did. a box of frogs. It did. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> a box of frogs with chilies in it. 
All right. <laughs> hey, okay, be, be, well, before you go, before you go, we've got a hippo update, don't we? The the, the cocaine hippos. <laughs> yes, but I'm not doing it because you took the piss out of the way I said female hippo last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I did too. <laughs> if, you, if you think I don't listen to that bloody show, I know that you took the piss out of my accent. <laughs> <laughs> it was So great. you can update it. <laughs> I'll update you. I'll update everyone out there. The cocaine yes. hippos are safe. They've been um, they've been deemed uh, what physical people or something like they they're real citizens persons. now. Real, real persons. persons. That's it. Right. They're real persons now. Actual, so. sorry, actual persons. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so they're protected. I think everyone knows that even there, though they are environmental vandals, mm. that they're bringing a lot of cash to the area, like like Escobar himself. Uh, the, their dad, you know, they're just honouring their dad. They're bringing cash to the area. Community leader. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> thanks, Sheila. Thanks for the news. Okay. See you. See you next time. Sheila, sorry, sorry. What's going sorry. On? one second, one second. There we go. Can can you hear me? We've got. I've got you, Sheila. Now uh, you're on. You're on location somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting. It's been a long. Uh, well, how many months that we've been in lockdown? I haven't been able to get up to the city to get my uh, Botox and fillers. So I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting out the front of my um, plastic surgeon's office. Getting it done. Yeah, yeah. Is this so, is this has this turned into the Real Housewives of of Melbourne here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some of the show is now. <laughs> well, I drink enough piss and I get enough injectables, but I think I have to be a bit richer and dress better um, to yeah. get on the show. That so. old chestnut. All we need is some good news. So what what hit us? Well, I've got actually, that's a very good segue because I've got um, great news for you and Ricky um, and all men. Um, activists hold small dong march to end the shaming of tiny penises. Activists have hit the street in force carrying signs with some crude messages as they seek to put an end to the shaming of small penises. Okay. Um, yeah, that was in uh, LA. Just let it let let it be known. I don't need to know where this march is. Okay, just <laughs> yes. letting you all know that. I don't know about you, Ricky, but but secondly, whatever. Uh, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> so it's in LA, is it? Yeah, in now, LA, I, and right. um, you know, one of the quotes is, "Some people are embarrassed to show up. If you have a small dong, the truth will come out. So own that truth." The organisers pleaded while promoting the penis protest on Twitter. All right. But 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 I'm to understand that um, dong itch, see, this is why men are from Mars and women are from Venus, because yeah. don't, obsessed with dong itch is a man <laughs> thing, okay? We yeah. are way more obsessed with dong than women are. Now, they, I, I think there's a list of stuff they're into. They're, they're, they're judging you on, and I think dongs are a few down. I would say height would be way above that. So that's true. That's wallets, true. Wallets. Well, no, but that's the thing. Like, like, so it's like money and height. They, they would be the two main things. And and money when I say and height, I've never heard that combination before. Money and height. So it's true though. If so I, Sheila, I'm, Sheila, would you would you date a man who is a foot shorter than you? 
I have. I have. have uh, Did you respect him? Well, I'm not engaged to him anymore. But, <laughs> um, and he's not your husband. So. <laughs> well, let me say. Let me say you, the, can I just say this, Ricky? Yes. My husband, when we were meeting on RSVP, I had said minimum height. Uh, I think five eleven, right? And he responded, and and then we met up, and I was like, oh, "Hang on, this this doesn't seem right." And then later on, he confessed that he is five uh, ten, um, but he says he's five ten and a half, which is practically five foot eleven. Right, he knows, he gets it. Listen, let let me say, let me say, the problem isn't small penises; it's big vaginas. That's always been the problem. Well, oh. like putting a uh, noodle into a windsock. Is That's that right. What you're saying. Yes. Right. What a way to flip the script. Mm. Don't, yeah. Okay. So any any woman that says he was too small has got a huge vagina. Huge. No, that's that is bullshit because I've been <laughs> I've been with three individuals with I what I believe to be medical micropenis. <laughs> and and I tell you the um the actual logistics of it is is not good because it falls out on the upswing and there's nothing you can do with that you know <laughs> okay all right I think I need to move on from this story but <laughs> oh. well I feel like we've covered a lot there yeah well anyway there's Moving more on. penis stuff so get with it okay. um. How golden penis syndrome is ruining dating for university women. Deficit of male students means men develop inflated egos and become Casanovas who cheat despite a lack of social and sexual skills. (laughs) It's like a Victorian (laughs) novel. (laughs) Like that's got intrigue, you know, (laughs) naughty Casanovas. That's great. Very yeah. good. How's that any different from, you know, just the, the homely chick on your training course, you know, being the only hot one, mm. you know? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a time to be alive. If you're a pussy hound and you want to go to college, like, you should do it because the women far outweigh the men. They do. And you'll have your pick of the birds. You will. But but there's no mention of... of what you're going to have to do, though, like, I, I mean, I know they're they're scrambling after these couple of guys, but do you have to put up with their intersectional intersectional nonsense? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, do you have to go on? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want to be a and, Casanova and, and all and all that paperwork too. All those consent forms. Yeah, you know? well, that's be weighed down by the paperwork, but but uh, you know, it. I just feel like, do you really want to go on like three dates in a night, like in a sitcom, and then? Have endless discussions about privilege and you know which march you're going to on the weekend and are we going to burn down this store or whatever you know I don't know but but if it results in some action at the end of the night it was all worth it (laughs) (laughs) I believe it's called woke fishing oh yes I have heard this term woke fishing yeah so woke fishing is when you when you go oh yeah you know what I really hate I hate the patriarchy and they go oh yes 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 very good and then you then you get it done. Yeah, and they say, by the way, did I mention I've got a huge dong? <laughs> I'm going to this march on the weekend. Uh... Yeah, and then, then you get outed for working on this podcast. Oh, um, yeah. oh that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're married now. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Gen Z workers are terrifying millennial bosses with woke demands. Junior at Vibrator Startup called boss on weekend to demand BLM support while others assign tasks to their bosses and demand PTO for anxiety. See, you give, you, you're doing it again. You've trolled me again. This, <laughs> this is designed. This is, this is gaslighting. This is gaslighting. This is the sort of story <laughs> that really... Uh, grinds your gears. It grinds my gears. Like, because it's got everything, all right? It's got entitled, like, you know, uh, rats, workers at, at, at places. But what I like about this story, it's interesting. So you said it's it's a, a vibrator business? Yes. Okay. And what this is perfect. This is, we've covered this uh, a bit today. Well, in, in the past as well, this idea, this woke capitalism thing of, of, I love businesses that get in, like, well, the, these juniors who are at the businesses sort of, you know, for, forcing this just business that's selling vibrators to get involved in stuff that's outside their portfolio, like BLM. Yes. <laughs> mm. Like, what yeah. the fuck has BLM got to do with um, vibrators? Mm. Nothing. <laughs> Is the answer? No, not not a lot. I don't think. But, but also, and I loved it. The, the the um the the thing that really got my uh, goat was giving their bosses like tasks to do or yeah. something. So he said, yeah. <laughs> like give like you know this is this is crazy. They've really understand. flipped things, haven't they? You know, they they come in as the as the junior employee, and then you know, just, just give it a couple of weeks and they flipped it and they're, they're ordering the bosses around. What happened to getting fired? I know. Like, honestly, yeah. what happened to getting oh, fired? Oh, look, I mean, seriously, I mean, I'm Gen X and I can't tell you the amount of times I've been fired. I got fired once for not wearing skimpy enough shorts uh, right. uh, at a job, at a like a promotional job. Obviously not in the condition I'm in now. This was many, many, many moons ago. But, you know, I've... People used to fire you left, right, and centre. So yeah, I don't know. They're just we need sort of like hashtag shut up, you little dickheads. I think. Well, look, and I don't think we should engage too much in this generational stuff. That 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 is a, a total foil. Like like you know, I think there's dickheads and non-dickheads, and it doesn't matter. Like there's no such thing as you know these generations. Really, it's just you know because there's great zoomers, there's great boomers, you know. And there's a lot of rotten boomers, <laughs> so, you know? <laughs> okay, here we go. Instagram model 21 helps her mother, 38, escape prison in Colombia by distracting Hang on, hang on. 2138. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do the math. Okay, I'll do the maths. I can't do the maths. <laughs> um, she was, she was, um, you know, uh, not quite of age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, by distracting a security guard as she climbed out of a window using a rope. Uh, so I think this sexy is just, escape. Yeah, sexy escape. Sex to um, I think. Yeah, they're telling you that it's a sexy twenty-one-year-old. It's sexy mom. Um, and it's Colombia, so they're just just hot, you know, uh, women. The Tinkses. Yeah, mm. just just hot <laughs> women, and um, and they're giving you the uh sort of mental imagery of just a saucy biatch, um, dropping out of a window yeah. by a rope. Like you're picturing like Zoe Saldana or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I get yeah. it. 
I'm picturing it. And, well, and, e- and even Mendez and, you know. Yes. Just, Take your pick. So basically Sin City, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> it's just Selma Hayek, you know, and yeah, uh, so getting it done. Just hotness. So um, hot, hot escape. But, but again, the Daily Mail giving us the ages as well. That's that's always the red flag. Yeah, I was flag, just about to say that. Yeah. It's those, re- it's those ages that give, gives yeah. the story Click away. Yeah, well, because part of you goes, oh, what's this? Um, yeah, what's this um, Zuma, uh, you know, uh, Daily Mail worker intern thinking when they write the headline? Yeah. And when they put the ages in, you go, oh, okay, I know what they're thinking. I know what they want me to think. And I'm thinking it. <laughs> all right. So um, I think you guys will like this. Um, I'm not entirely sure who this gentleman is. Maybe you know him. I don't know. Um Senator Josh Hawley says liberals' attacks on manhood are driving men to porn and video games and the left wants to give us a world beyond men. True. Mm. I agree. Yes. I know who Josh Hawley is. He's a Republican um, uh, politician. Um, Sort of, you know, very visible and, uh, as you can see, very socially socially conservative. So, you know. Yeah. He's, um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Uh, the the left does have a a, a strange, like because you know all three of us are, are socially liberal or socially you know open minded uh, at least as far as I know. And um, oh, I'm not. I'm very very conservative. No, but like <laughs> we've got those. Whereas, yeah, I don't know. He's just pushing that. The left is, you know, where is the line? For people on the left, do you know what I mean? Like, where is the line? Is it like because do you have to come in and to your workplace and say, you know, I'm sex positive, and you know, t- talk about sex endlessly and what you're doing with your genitals and, <laughs> and whatever? Like, is there any li- is there any line? You know what I mean? <laughs> and do we and do we have to encourage everyone to get into sex work? Like it's some like like it's you know, mm. like it's good career advice. I think I think in the future it's going to come out that this senator is, you know, he's got an OnlyFans account, he's bisexual, he's, you know, doing all sorts of debauchery. Seems like a really straight-laced dude. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got, he's got that Ben Shapiro sort of like straightness yeah, about yeah. him. <laughs> well, there you go. Here's my last one for you. All right. Snorting drugs off bottoms. Sex. <laughs> Come on. Come on. No, let me finish. Sex on footy ovals, swimming naked in fountains, and smoking their pubic hair. Inside the outrageous muck up day scavenger hunt by year 12 students that horrified school bosses. Muck up day again. Mm. Mark Abday, and can I just say, um, this is from Western Australia and it is from two Bunbury high schools. Of course, it had to be Bunbury. So for anyone who's listening from overseas, Bunbury is uh, a, a, so Perth is on the west side of Australia, the most isolated city in the world, and Bunbury is even further away from that. Little, little township. But Bunbury is a pretty fun place. I've had great times in Bunbury, and um, well, it's and loose. This, yeah, yeah, it's loose, and um, this is just just Bunbury um, do uh, chicks and dudes just keeping it real. Well, that they just gave you a montage though. Those, those little vignettes they gave you, like you know, <laughs> part of you just goes ah to be young. 
It sounds like the end times, doesn't it? It's like <laughs> well, the, the, the asteroid is, is, is bearing down on Earth and it's like everything's on. Depending on your view, it's either, yeah, like, you know, an, a, a nice uh, ode to, to, you know, the, to youth or it is Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, here we go. Here's the checklist, guys. Sorry, I didn't realise. Okay, so 10 points. Uh, Hook up with someone you fucked, and that's what they've written. Hook up with someone from a different team. 20 points. Skinny dip at the beach. Piss off Bunbury Tower. 40 points. Steal someone's drive-through order as it's getting passed to them. Drink bong water after doing a bong. 60 points. Slash someone's tire, 85 <laughs> points, give or receive oral sex on a footy over of oval, snort a line off someone's ass. Uh, here we go. T- another 10 points, eat a live bug or worm, have a cone at school, 50 points, get a stranger to sign your boobs or ass, play porn on public transport super loud, smoke <laughs> pubes in a bong 100 points whole group shaves pubes and glues and glues to someone else's face as a beard show up (laughs) show up to someone's house naked and ask for clothes 200 points steal a mailbox 300 points snort a line with a sex worker oh but hey bunbury kids (laughs) keep yourselves real this is Wonderful stuff. I am in full support of their outrageous behaviour. It's a a criminal enterprise. (laughs) (laughs) I want to meet the winner of this challenge. What do they do when they win? I don't know. They They win at life. They They just win life. They win at life. They go, hey, you won. And you say, yeah, but you had to do all these horrible things to win. And and I've got a glued on pube beard. Right. Anyway, that's where I'm leaving it, fellas. I've got to go in and get my face fixed. All right. Thanks for finishing strong. (laughs) Oh, thank you. All right, see you. Well, a lot of penis updates. There, there were a lot of penis updates there. 